When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolized Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry, I'll hang up and listen, I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome uh, to I'll Hang Up and Listen. Um, Sabres lose to the Vegas Golden Knights at home in front of a sellout crowd, 7-4. to four. Jack Eichel scores a hat-trick and has four points. Uh, I believe all four points scored in the third period. Um... Buffalo was very much in this game going to the third, down three to two. And then just, you know, even though um, they were giving up breakaways and odd man rushes left and right, giving away pucks left and right, losing control of the neutral zone constantly throughout the game. Just, you know, their transition game was pitiful, but somehow offensively they were able to keep up with the Vegas Golden Knights, who currently is the hottest team in the National Hockey League right now. And uh, if you didn't see this coming from a mile away, you are lying to yourself. Um, I'm just going to explain some facts here. Explain some facts. Um, Jack Eichel is an asshole. Fact. You know, uh the way things ended in Buffalo, while a lot of the time I sided with him because I do believe that uh, a person should have the right to make decisions about their own body, um, not your employer or the government or anything like that. Um, the way things were left, um, I think every Sabres fan who thinks he's an asshole has every right to think so. Also fact, Jack Eichel is one of the best hockey players in the world. Fact. We can sit there and chant, Jack, you suck. All game from start to finish. Doesn't change the fact that he is one of the best players in the world. Um, And he probably will, at very least, play in the Stanley Cup Finals in the next couple of years with the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, I, I, I do believe that it's, uh, you know, it's, I want I wouldn't say it's inevitable, but that team 
is built to win right now. Um, you know, I think if they get the goaltending, I think they will win a lot. Um, fact, this game, oh, no, the fact, um, defensively, Buffalo is a tire fire. They are missing three key defensemen in their lineup, um, you know, in – uh, well, at least two in Samuelson and y- y- Yoki Haru. Um, you're kind of forced to play three, my opinion, minor league defensemen. I don't think Jacob Bryson is a full-time NHLer. He's at best a seventh rotational guy. Um, and it's really showing out there. You lack size on your blue line after Darlene. Uh, Labushkin and Power, and you you have three guys that are, in my opinion, very undersized, and um, and it shows out there, and they're being forced to play top four minutes. So, if you again, if you didn't see this coming a mile away, you are blind, and again, lying to yourself. You you had a team, you have a team that's on a three game losing streak, coming off losses. You know, again, you you lost to two very good teams in Carolina and Tampa, and then the Coyotes. Not that Coyotes, Coyotes aren't good. Yeah, I mean, I, it was an embarrassing loss. But um, and then you have the Vegas Golden Knights, who are an extremely talented top to bottom hockey team. Um, no denying it. Um, again, and Jack already having gone through this last year, you know, we had our moment in the national spotlight. We had our moment in the sun um, and we were able to meet the moment. We did. We were able to meet the moment, which with in my opinion, a less skilled hockey team and uh, send Jack home crying um, this time around. I don't think it was too different. The only difference is Jack knew what to expect there was no culture shock or shock for him. He knew what was coming. He knew there was going to be boos. I'm surprised that he didn't believe that the fans would boo uh, the first time around. But um, he was ready. And he's been one of the hotter players in the league right now. Coming into a city that used to embrace him, that used to love him, that chose him second overall, a team that tanked an entire season and put its fan base through a lot of hell to, uh, to draft him, regardless of whether the, the real, the real uh, prize was McDavid or not. He was a very well accepted consular, uh, you know, consular prize. Um, you know, you know, he was, you know, welcomed with open arms, uh, made captain fairly quickly. Um, and, uh, you know, and then just like the snap of a finger, one post game, one one end of season interview, disconnect, and next thing you know, uh, you know, six, eight, nine months later, he was a Vegas Golden Knight, and then you have Alex Tuck, you have Peyton Krebs, you were able to draft, I believe it was Noah Noah Oslin with the pick that we uh. Uh, that we use to draft uh, the first round pick. And then we still have a second round pick in this next coming draft. You know, we and Peyton Krabs and Alex Tuck, you know, you like 
all this stuff that maybe, you know, in the long run, maybe you do win the trade. But, you know, that guy is coming back to Buffalo again, you know, and you failed to meet the moment. And I think even it was even more important. So I don't even think it mattered if you won tonight in the East, in the fans' eyes. I think what mattered to fans was that you didn't let Jack dominate the way he did. Um, and regardless of it, whether it took him to the third period to get on the board or not, he dominated from the start of that game, from puck drop. He dominated. He, you know, was buzzing all over the ice. Two breakaways. Comrie came up big twice. And also, let's not sit here and pretend that this game was, this loss was because of goaltending. Did Comrie have a great night? No. No, he didn't. He made some big saves. Did he have a great No. But it's not the reason we lost. No. We failed to meet the moment. We played probably the sloppiest game we played all season. I've never seen that many turnovers, especially in the neutral zone and in the defensive zone, I think, in quite some time. Um, you know, for every one time they maybe turn the puck over, we turned it over three. And, you know, it's again, it's not like offensively we couldn't match them because I thought we had many, many scoring chances. Um, but in the same breath, you cannot you cannot allow them you can't you essentially gave them that game you gave them that game you did you 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 didn't meet the moment you 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 i want to say like you caved into the pressure of the fans and what the expectations were but like it was almost the point where you were scared to defend. You know, you, you, it's almost like players didn't want the puck. Um, what we saw earlier this season, players keeping it simple, using the board, you know, using the boards, making the the smart play rather than the dumb play. You know, being strong on the puck. Like this looked more like. Um, a Sabres team from two years ago. Defensively, it was it was it was embarrassing, and you let the fans down. You let the fans down tonight because, again, in my opinion, you didn't have to win tonight. But the one thing you couldn't let happen is you couldn't let that guy dominate the way he did. And if anybody did not see this coming or claims they didn't see this coming again, you are blind. Or just lying to yourself because I saw this coming a mile away. You have a team that's hurt on their blue line. You have a bunch of inexperienced, undersized defensemen playing top four minutes. You're on a losing streak. Um, you have Jack Eichel, again, one of the hotter players in the league right now, coming in with, you know, a humongous chip on his shoulder. From the way things and you know the way that first that first game back went, um, you know, he knows he's gonna get booed. Especially again, this is where you know I feel they let the fans down tonight. Is 
you know how insulted we were by the comments after the game. You know, taking that shot at the fans. And that's where a line has to be drawn in the sand for me is the second that puck drops, friendships aside, he is the enemy. He is enemy number one because he took a shot at the fans that you guys all claim are so important to you that you have this new appreciation for that you want you want to do goodbye. Not only do you not do goodbye them tonight, you, you, you know, you put up in a giant, you, you took a fucking giant shit all over the ice. Um, and then not only adding insult to injury, and again, you have to expect him to do it because, you know, the fans have been giving it to him all night. You know, he scores that first goal off a rebound on an empty net. He looks up at the fans, does that typical like this, and just relishes in it. And just adding more fuel, stoking the coals, blowing into the flames. Just like, you know, just uh, you can't allow that to happen. And in my opinion, in my opinion, the very next shift he was out there, I don't give a shit. You have to go after him. I'm not saying you got to go out there and hurt him. You got to send a message there. You have to, in my opinion. Again, I understand that we as fans were giving it to him all night. I was there. I, I I listened to it. You know, I listened to the the booze every time he touched the puck. I listened to the Jack, you suck chance. Like I was there. And but regardless if the fans were giving it to him all night, the moment he scored that goal and sat there and relished in it and just said essentially looked at them all and said, go fuck yourselves. Fuck you. I'm glad to be gone. Somebody's got to put him on his ass. 100%. Put him on his ass and send a message. But you didn't. And you let down the fans again there, in my opinion, too. Um, You know, whether it was Labushkin, that's where I want my captain to be a captain. You know, I get it that he was hanging at your house earlier today, you know, hanging out with the family, but he's not your brother anymore. He's not Kyle Ocposo. He is no longer your brother. And the second he sat there and literally just stared at the fans and just said, fuck you, go fuck yourself. That were you as a captain or somebody else who claims to be a leader on this team needs to take it into their own hands. And the next time they're out there with him on the ice, fucking run them through the boards. I'm not saying you hit him to injure him, but you got to let him know that won't happen ever, ever again. Don't think it's ever going to happen here ever again. And if you do it, this is, this is going to happen again. And that's where you failed the fans. You know, you, you allowed that guy again, you you were never going to keep him off the board. You weren't no way. If there was one thing, if I was a betting man, there's one thing I was going to bet on night. Jack, I scoring a goal. If I had them, I would have bet a thousand dollars on it. You know, whatever the odds were. Like, it, let's be real, it was happening tonight. No way it wasn't. But when he did, his reaction to the crowd, relishing, and I get it, man. They've been giving it to you all night. But at the end of the day, he is no longer your brother. He is no longer family to you. When that puck drops and you are wearing that blue and gold, that jersey. You represent this city and this family, not me, just everybody. 
You represent us. And you need to put him through the fucking boards. Put him on his ass. Put him over into the bench. Lay him out into your bench. Whatever you got to do to make that happen. Because I can guarantee you this. If you did do that, he doesn't score those next two goals. No way. You, you, you don't allow him to stoke those flames. You get those fans right back into it. And, you know, you meet the moment, I guess. Because, again, you, I, I don't think anybody ever expected you to come in here tonight, go, in, go out there on home ice tonight, and have the exact same game you had last year at that 3-1 victory and the atmosphere that, that, that came with it and the electricity. But you got to try and meet the moment, and you didn't tonight. Um, you, you let a lot of fans down. Um, and again, like I said before, you didn't have to, you didn't have to win tonight in order to make the fans happy, but you couldn't allow that guy to dominate the way he did, you know, and fans are going to be afraid to listen to sports radio this week now, not just because of the bills and the Josh Allen stuff, but because you don't want to have to sit there and listen about Jack Eichel, you know, hockey had finally felt relevant again. And now Jack just came into Buffalo and said, lit a fuck it, put a fucking big fat pile of dog shit in a fucking paper bag, lit it on fire, and threw it on our front porch. And, you know, I just, you were never not going to control that guy from start to finish. He is a superstar. He is one of the best players in the world. But you can't allow him to come into this barn and dominate the way he did. And then, to again take another shot at the fans, essentially, you know, after he scores that goal and then have that go unanswered. In my opinion, he should have been on his ass. That when I was at the game and I saw that, it's like somebody better put him on his ass. He is no longer a brother to you guys. He is no longer a part of your family. Friendships end the second that puck drops. And I am angry. I am angry that you allowed him to have his moment at our expense. Regardless if we'd been giving it to him all night. Regardless if we booed him every time he touched the puck. Regardless if he chanted, Jack, you suck. You let him have his moment. You let him have multiple moments tonight. We were Jack's bitch tonight. He met the moment. You didn't. Plain and simple. And I hope you all take a look in the mirror tonight and really and really question the way you think this season's going to go. Because in less than 48 hours, you're playing the second best team in the NHL. You're playing the best team in your division. The best team in the Eastern Conference. And that line of Bergeron, Pasternak, and Marshan is on fire once again. Age, you know, father time doesn't apparently catch up with them. And we have not done well against top line players this season, whether it's been Kucherov, Stamkos, Jack Eichel, Mark Stone, um, you know, the, uh, the Schnechikov line. We've not fared well against them. And now you're going against one of the hottest lines in the league right now. 
one of the hottest goal scorers in the league, you know, one of the best goal scorers in the league, and and Dave Pasternak. You better meet the moment on Saturday. Saturday is a huge benchmark game for you guys. You guys got to decide if this season is going to be one where we fight for the playoffs or we're just going to be the same old Sabres. You cannot perform that way again on Saturday against the Boston Bruins. I don't expect us to come out and win against the Boston Bruins. I mean, I want to win. But you cannot go out there and make the same mistakes that you made tonight. The constant mistakes. The constant turnovers. And there wasn't a single guy out there that had a good game. I don't care if Tage Thomas had two goals or not. I'm sure he turned the puck over just as much as Alex Tuck did. And he turned the puck over a lot tonight. So, I I said, I tweeted out before, I'm not going to sit here and yell. Because I saw it's coming from a mile away. You have to meet the moment. You didn't meet the moment tonight. And it's sad. Dwayne, I can hear the pain in your voice. Let's regroup for next week. Let's just hope things don't get worse. I agree. Why wasn't Anderson starting? Why was Kreb in over Quinn? Uh, Krebs in over Quinn. Defense to Colton, he was lackluster, and we are still not physical in our own zone. When we give up three goals a game plus a game, it's a loss. I agree. You know, um, Krebs has underperformed. You know, I know he's been scratched, you know, a handful of times already this season. Um, I don't know how many points. I know he hasn't had any goals in the season, um, but I don't know how many points he has. Not that it matters. Um, that's a guy that I would have loved to have seen perform and really get that monkey off his back tonight and have a big moment. And he didn't. You know, none of them did. Um, are we regressing? Did we really turn a corner last year? I think this team is much better and more improved from last year. Um, I really, really do. Um, you know, you have much more talent, much more experienced talent. And I I do think you have two better goaltenders. Um, I would have liked to have seen Anderson start tonight for sure. Just because, you know, he was a guy who met the moment last year. Um, I would have liked to have seen him given that opportunity tonight. And, um, I think that was a mistake on Granado's part. You know, I'm not a coach, you know, I'm not going to, you know, he, he is one of the best hockey minds. I think, um, you know, maybe Buffalo has ever seen in terms of a head coach. Like he is, he is very intelligent. Um, and I still think that he uh, is going to be the coach that breaks this playoff drought. But with that being said, I did not understand the, uh, I understood Henestrosa back in the lineup because I think he has a lot to offer. Um, I think he's a high energy player. You know, he may not be a high, high end skill player, but he's a high energy player. And that's what he brings to the ice every time he's out there. Um, Quinn. Would I have liked to have seen Quinn other? Yeah. Um, I, who do you scratch? I mean, sure. I guess it could have been Peyton Krebs hundred percent. I would also like to see Peyton Krebs get going, you know, as soon as possible. You know, I, you know, and you, you can't have that happen by sitting in the press box. Um, you know, there, I'm sure there are other players that could have sat tonight. Um, I thought Akposo had a terrible game. Um, he looked very slow out there. Uh, there was a couple times where, you know, even when he had possession, uh, moving the puck up ice, he, uh, 
you know, he had to step on step on the uh, next closest man, and they caught up to him. So, uh, I, you know, Father Time has caught up with him, and um, I'm not going to advocate for him to be traded or anything like that. Ne- it'll never happen. But um, I question whether or not if this is the guy we're going to get all season. Again, I, I really appreciate his leadership qualities, but um, you know, maybe he's the type of guy that does need a night in the press box every once in a while to regroup and recharge, um, you know, a veteran's night off, so to speak. He may not like it, but I mean, he looks slow out there at night. You know, he looks slow quite a, quite a few times this year. And, but again, I'm not going to sit here and say that I want him off my hockey team. I, I'll, I'll comfortably say he's a part, he's, he's a big part of the solution here. And, um, but again, he was one of the guys I noticed that did not play very well tonight. Um, and none of we played really well tonight. Um, do you think Quinn could be sent down? He hasn't been great either. Would you consider a trade for some grit? Um, I mean, everyone knows me. I, I love I love to add grit. Um, you know, I, you know, a guy that I believe you know he's with Vegas right now. I, I love a guy like guys like Keegan Golasar. Guys who play with a huge edge, um, you know, guys like Nick Delorier, you know, you don't need them specifically to be like big time fighters, but they play with an edge and they keep you on your toes and they have you looking over your shoulder uh, in certain points of the game. Like, those guys are valuable. They are. Um, I don't think you have one of those guys right now. I think the closest guy you have to that maybe is Labushkin, um, a guy that, you know, might not, you know, clean your clock. Uh, in the corner or behind the net or along the boards, um, maybe Dylan Cousins. But I don't want Dylan Cousins to be that guy. You know, I want him to focus on continuing to develop, uh, you know, as a hockey player and not have to be the guy expected to get physical or, you know, answer the bell when called upon. Uh, I don't, Chan, he sucks. He can go fuck himself. Yeah. This is one of the most painful games I have watched this year. Oh, excuse me. Oh, it's getting late, and you know, all the air has been sucked out of Western New York this past week. Hundred percent agree. You know, between the Bills and the Sabers, a lot has been sucked out of this this community this week. You know, the the confusion about Allen's injury and how serious it's been all week. Um, Jordan Poyer injury. I'm not sure. You know, again, unsure of Darlene's full health. Um, not having Samuelson, not having Yoki Haru. Um, just there's a lot, a lot of disappointment this week in Buffalo, New York. Um, and tonight didn't help. Nope, it didn't. I, I've said, I've, I keep repeating myself, but you failed to meet the moment tonight. Um, and I think that falls really directly on the leadership of this team. Um, you know, I, I you, you can't allow Jack Eichel to come in and you know, essentially shit on the fans again after that first goal. And then B, just dominate in that third period the way he did. He dominated the whole game, but obviously the third period is where he hurts you the most. So um, you moved to Boston on Saturday, uh, another home game. Hopefully um, you won't have the same crowd you had tonight, which is disappointing because I think this team has shown it can feed off a good crowd, even though it didn't tonight. Um so I don't I don't think you'll uh, you'll get as good of a crowd on Saturday as you had tonight. But um, whatever crowd does show out for you, you you gotta you gotta meet the moment for them. And 
give the Boston Bruins a really one of the tougher games they'll have this season um, against playing against Forberg, Saber, goaltender, Lena Solmark, a guy who I think uh, bailed on us personally. I don't care what anyone says, he bailed. Um, should have traded him at the deadline. You didn't because claimed that he was a shouldn't resigning, but just didn't want to negotiate contract. Again, sorry. Um, I would I'd love to see them pump five by him and win, you know, like five nothing. <laughs> so with that being said, guys, I'll hang up and listen. Um disappointing loss tonight. You know, failed to meet the moment. Um, and, and again, you let the fans down. Um you should have been playing that Eichel interview on on a loop uh during pregame. And you know, instead, you know, you played sloppy, you played carelessly, um, and you gift wrapped Jack Eichel a hat trick tonight, uh, four point night. So, with that being said, I'll hang up and listen. I'll talk to you guys on Saturday. Uh, remember to go to Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case for your Sabres game night and Bills game day needs. Uh, Outlet Liquor over on Georgia Boulevard. And uh, be sure to follow us at Two Goalies, One Mike, at Dwayne S39, as you see on the screen there. Um, you know, let's get over this one. Let's get past it, move on to Boston, and hopefully meet the moment. You guys have a great night, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, everybody, this is Dwayne from Two Goalies, One Mike, a show where we give you a behind the mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now, you might be thinking, hey, Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey? Well, first of all, rude. Second of all, we bring in coaches, players, analysts from your favorite programs from ESPN to Sportsnet to TSN. We're always on it. If you're a Sabres fan or just a hockey fan, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can check us out at trainwrecksports.com or the Dean Blundell Podcasting Network. Thank you for your support, guys, and I'll hang up and listen. To the Blue Hotel I wanna live At the Blue Hotel The podcast that goes everywhere The imagination dares It's for the open-minded The pleasure seeker It's Jeff Woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality, theme-based with special guests, the Blue Hotel Hotline, and every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story. Get a room and listen in at the Blue Hotel. Begins Friday, September 23rd. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. 
Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.